Hello everyone, welcome back to the Littlest Petcast, I'm your host James, and today we are doing the first bonus episode for Season 2. While uh, this was a little harder to organize than usual, our first bonus episode, like last season, is the name game. What is that if you're new here? Well, Basically, I put uh, my friends who don't know the show and don't listen to the podcast uh, through the ringer as I say my jokey titles to them, and they have to guess whether or not I'm talking about the episode itself or if I'm on a tangent. And uh, it's a fun time all around. Now, sadly, one of the hosts from last time couldn't make it due to various reasons. But that didn't stop the rest of us from having a good time. And, like, I don't know how interested they were anyway. I'd have to ask. I hope they were interested, but I don't know. It's it's a complicated thing. So, anyway, as usual, we shall have some transition music soon. And we shall uh, get into the whole meat and potatoes of it. It's a good time for all. By the way, I'm going to be using different transition music because I can't find my original transition music. So enjoy this blast from the past season one song. I know I do. Now that season two is done, we are back with everyone's favorite game-based bonus episode, the name game bonus episode. And um, the rules are simple. Like last time, I will read a title of, well, the joke-ish title I give to the episodes of the season, and our guests here who barely know the show... Uh, we'll have to, um... Hell, we barely know the host. Guess... They will have to guess whether I'm talking about the episode... Yeah, you found me on a Craigslist. You just put out, um... Wanted, someone who's never seen Littlest Pet Shop. I'm getting 20 bucks. How much are you getting? I mean, I've known John for a few years, but... Right. Yeah, Jerry here. Uh, Okay, okay. Okay. They have to guess whether I'm talking about the episode directly or if I'm on a tangent. Guests, please introduce yourselves, starting with you. Hi, my name is Gian. I'm the number one Super 4 fan in the entire world. And you? My name is Tom, soon to be number one Super 4 fan. And unfortunately, the third we had from last season could not Died. Could not make it for various reasons, but he's overseas trying to get storyboards for Super Four Season Three. Oh damn! So, so last time there was some difficulties about uh, piggybacking 
and with only two people competing now, those are going to be even harder. So I don't I, remember there being any problem last time. Didn't I win? By the way, I never got that like golden see, crown. See, you were the problem to was you kept picking my answers, and that's why you won. So what <laughs> I'm I end up with more points than you. What I'm doing now. So what I've opted to do is that we all have Discord open. So the two of you are going to Discord me your answers. Aww. Can we still yell our answers out afterwards? D I guess. I don't know. I'm. This is something I'm trying. Can I send curse words. You're you're bound to send some of those anyway. Oh what? I'll I'll write. Not. Really? Okay. Sorry, I had to do it. Yeah, no, no. I I enjoy it. He he sent me literally curse word. That's that's funny. Anyway, um. So shall we begin? Um, <laughs> sure. Okay. I didn't know we had to say it. Oh right. Do you want me to do the episode number? Or do you want me to begin at one again? Wait, we did the Mount of World like. No 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 like, like last uh, last time we went one to twenty five. Right. Do you want to go back to one to twenty five again, or do you want to go twenty six to fifty? It's season two, episode one. Yeah, season two, episode one. Okay. Okay. Epis I even, wait, there were 25 episodes? There's 26 episodes. One of them's a two-parter. Okay. How does the show lasted this long? Well, it's it's not airing anymore, if that's any consolation to you. Sort of like, did Blythe win the thing? Well, we'll... Well, guess she won something. What do you want? <laughs> I don't remember the plot of this show, so I don't know what I'm asking. Okay. Okay, let's skip moving. So, so we're going 1 to 25 again, okay? Did she meet the yes. real father, Dr. Doolittle? Okay. Number, episode 1. Homesick at Fashion Camp. So I wrote voting on. Oh, you're telling me whether or not I'm talking about the episode directly, or in or if I'm on a weird tangent. Boop. Are those boops? someone didn't turn their sound off of their Discord. So both Tom and Gian said episode, and both Tom and Gian are correct. Well, yeah, that that sounds like straight up an episode title. Yeah, I'm, you didn't go to fashion camp. Neither is anyone that I know. You went to drama camp. Hold on, did you actually go to drama camp? Well, no, wait. No, no you didn't go to drama camp. I did not. No. Okay, I, so, I went to, well, I went to some of the day camps that our local Boys and Girls Club had. Okay. Yeah. We threw rocks at each other. So, my camp didn't have any rocks. So, who <laughs> the fuck did you go where there were no rocks? I thought you wanted to get this one soon. Anyway. Yeah, once I solve this camp thing first. <laughs> run. <coughs> uh, Alright, so what's episode two called? Oh, wait. What? You forgot the other part where I explain base. So, 
Yeah, basically, Blythe went to a fashion camp at the end of the first season, and now she's starting to... Yeah, and she met Marionette. We all saw that episode. Did she yes, talk she... to a bear? It's not an actual camp. Oof. It, it, Oof. Takes, it takes place at a fashion college called Fashion University North. Okay. Or fun, if oh. you will. See, I wouldn't trust a place where those are the acronym. Oh, uh, it it gets really weird. No, that's just like suspicious. That's what a cult does. Okay. Episode two: Mad as a Nest Hatter. Hmm. See your keystrokes. Mm. Are you gonna read them? <laughs> Ooh, we have our first split. I knew it. Tom said episode, Jan said tangent, Tom is correct. What, you think he's gonna talk about hatteries? Well, I don't know. Apparently, you don't. <laughs> Unless this episode was a, was a, was like a whole allusion to Alice in Wonderland. Like, Blythe found a white rabbit and fell down a sewer hole or some shit. Um, I don't, I don't know if you, either of you have paid attention to a keyword in that title. The word nest. Basically, this episode, a nest falls on Blythe's head and, like, a reporter is there and she thinks it's a new fashion craze and it becomes the new fashion craze. So it's good to know that everyone in the Littlest Pet Shop universe are a bunch of morons. Mm, more or less. Alright, now I know you're both going to get this one, but I'm going to enforce the rule anyway. Cool. See, now I have to give you the wrong answer, just to oh, prove you wrong. Just to prove me wrong? Episode 3, Poltergen. See, we don't know... I think we know. I, I think we know. Hold on, let me make sure I'm spelling this correctly. Come on, Lucas! What are you trying to spell, may I ask? Yeah, that looks right. Does Discord not have, like, does your spell check, okay. check function not work on the phone? Okay, Gian said tangent, Tom said Tyrade? <laughs> well, tangent's the word we were looking for. Shit. Well, I want some context here. You're you're gonna get it, and yeah, you're both right. Yes. So how is Tom winning? I think I should get like four points. We're only it. like three. Hold episodes. on, hold on. I think I should get an extra point because I won last time. We're no, no. You you get the super crown for winning last time. Gianette? Do I have to? Do I have to? Uh. Mm. A coworker actually drew that. It's de- it's re- looks really weird. I look like the nostalgia critic again. <laughs> Jeez, no one's compared you to the nostalgia critic for like four months. No, literally, like every time one of my coworkers tries to draw me, I end up looking like the nostalgia critic. Oh, ooh, I need to get rid of that picture. Okay. Okay, w- hold on. What were we talking about? For? Tangent. We- tangent. Poltergen. That's what we're talking about. I need some context here. So basically, I was talking about how you basically led me down to 
seeing the human hedgehog implications. And this episode is heavy on that. See, it's not my fault I know how to read shows. And Whoa. It's, it also... They also do talk about some paranormal stuff, so that's why I brought in poltergeist stuff. So, like, I thought, oh, oh, Gene, like, I was like, oh, Gene's right there behind me telling me he's right all the time. I was probably in my room yelling it at you. Whatever. Anyway, episode four, The Problem with Sunil. I miss yelling our answers out. Wait. Hmm? One I, second. I feel like I got more points with that model. Hmm. By the way, am I supposed to give you money for the crown, or do you just supply me with the crown for winning the first There point? we go. Wait, you're switching it up? Okay. Put the wrong word in. What, did you spell tirade wrong? So, Jim said episode... And Tom said episode. This is the first instance where both of you got it wrong. Yeah, well, if we were able to yell our answers, what not the hell to... What the hell's a tineal? Yeah, but it's a character's name, isn't oh, it? Ah, crap. Were you having a rant about the... Okay, I think I know where this is. I yeah. I know this was a tangent. Yeah. I should so, have realized this. So, uh, yeah, so... Basically... I'm talking about how Sunil is is like an Indian mongoose uh-huh. with an Indian accident accent, right? Played by a white guy. Okay. And you know that that came up because this episode gets racist other ways, and I thought, yeah, and Sunil is the center of the episode, so mm. it's a uh, it's mm. see like really. Hmm. I, I, I understand your point, but like, what? Like, what? This is a voice acting thing that goes back, like. Yeah, I know that, and like, like I even kind of explained that I really do not know what I'm talking about because I'm white. Right. But like, like I can at least point it out. I can call it as I see it. Like that. You that. Know, you know that, who I should have gotten to play that Indian mongoose. That wonderful Indian man that does Apu's voice from The Simpsons. I mean, it's so perfect and good and pure. And before anyone fucking comments on this stupid video, yes, I know it's a white guy doing the voice. I don't know if my sarcasm is going to come forth in the video. I'm pretty sure they will know you're dripping with sarcasm. All right. Episode 5. Blythe Baxter, Ace Attorney. See, I would say that um, a character who can talk to animals would be the most bizarre thing to happen in the Ace Attorney franchise, but Spirit of Justice, I mean, weird shit happens in that game. Both of you said episode again. Yes. And... Both of you are wrong again. What? what? The animals don't go on trial for murder? No, 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 no. no. I thought it was someone, like, someone goes on trial for murder and only Blythe knows the truth because she can talk to animals. 
But you can't say that on the stand. Our only key witness was the rhinoceros that saw the zookeeper get stabbed. Okay. No? But I do draw a lot of parallels between Littlest Pet Shop and uh, the Ace Attorney universe. Why? No, no, no. What's this episode <coughs> about if it's not about crime and justice? Well, it there is sort of crime and justice. So basically what happens is someone comes in uh-huh. that's not Blythe who right. says that she can understand animals. Okay. So she sets up a little business in Lilith's pet shop. Yeah. However, she's actually she actually works for a pet food company and she's using this um talking to animals to try and sell more of that pet food. But it blows up in her face because Blythe proves that she can't talk to animals. And none of the animals really like the pet food anyway. I don't think it's a crime to pretend you can talk to animals. Wait, hold on. People would actually buy that if I used that as a scam? Well, not you. Oh, bullshit. Okay, I'm not friendly. Yeah. James, how do you feel about lying to many, many pet owners across this great nation? Um, I'm I'm not a good liar. Damn it. I Tom really did not know that. I didn't think neither of you would have got would not have gotten. That. Well, they this four seasons they have to do a courtroom episode eventually. I figured like an animal like an item goes missing from the stupid pet shop and Blythe has to be the damn defense attorney against the rattlesnake that showed up. Is there a rattlesnake? There was a. Cobra. Why would a rattlesnake steal something? You'd be able to hear it. That is I'm pretty true. sure I just saw a rattlesnake steal a loaf of bread with a lighter attached to it. Not four days ago. That was not a rattlesnake. You know it. That was a viper. That being said, snakes steal stuff all the time. Okay, are we ready? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Episode 6. The Broken Suspension of Disbelief. Hold on, talking animals didn't break your suspension of disbelief already? Fuck. Let's hope they can't hear my chewing. I can hear your chewing. I can't control that. Yes, you can. Chew quieter. I can't. Okay, so... Am I supposed to get a silencer for my jaw? Both of you said tangent... I th- Are we both wrong again? No, 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 no. Let him say it. I, I'm a little on the fence about this, but because you both said an answer, I might just give you the point anyway. Define on the fence. Okay, so basically... Define giving Tom a point. Because really, I should be the only one getting a point. Basically, uh, like... Okay, so this episode, there's uh, a, like like a flashback to like the early 1800s. Okay. So, <clears throat> and uh, like Mrs. Twombly's ancestor, the the pet, the pet shops, whatever, like opened basically the premises. They opened a pet store here, and there's like a treasure, and they have to find it. So apparently, like. You you know, like, all of the animals in the pet shop are, like, 
a, a bit on the exotic side. Most, a lot of, yes, for sure. Yeah, so, hedgehogs aren't pets, kids. So, apparently, like, they had pets like that back in the early to mid-1800s. Yeah, okay, that sounds right. But... Dude, you like, could sell a mongoose way easier back then. Zounds! Step one, step all to this amazing rat that we found that looked like someone stretched it. Yeah. That comes from the exotic lands that nobody ever heard of. Yeah, the only problem would be getting it around the horns. So, like... What we have here is a pet that has quills, able to defend itself against the trickiest of thieves. Unlike you two, I could not suspend my disbelief that much, so I was just talking about how that broke my suspension of disbelief. You do know, like, India... No, I think that's something that actually happened back in the 1800s. Maybe not all in the same store with all the same animals, but man, they were trading exotic creatures like nothing, dude. Also, how does this relate to the episode, then, and not a tangent? Yeah, this feels like a tangent. Okay, because, like, I am talking about... Whatever. I guess it's a tangent. You both hit points. Uh, spoiler... I think it's especially just believe more like, what's the breed of, like... When did dog eugenics really take off? Like, to make a all the... breeding? Yeah. It has to be a few hundred years old, man. Well, it has to be, but I'm just saying, like, if we could pin down that date, then we could probably make some arguments that the breeds of dog and cat might not be there. But I don't think any of us are dog eugenics experts here. Okay. I would Google it, but I just don't care enough. Right. Episode 7. How to succeed on the internet without really trying or necessarily wanting to. If I'm wrong, I have many questions. Gene said tangent. Tom said episode. That puts Tom in the lead by <laughs> two. Wait, the mongoose make a YouTube channel? Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's me, Mongoose Gaming. Close. We'll be let's play some so Fortnite. So, basically, Sunil, the hey, mongoose, got his picture taken, and it became a meme. Uh, a or mem, as they said on the show. They said meme, I believe. Oh, I don't know. It, it has been a little bit. Okay. Okay, with no. with that. Hold on, hold on. I have a question here because why? How could a picture of a mongoose be a meme? What are you so, talking about? So do you not remember memes? I do remember memes. Do you remember image macros? Yeah, it's an image macro. It's just a mm. picture of an animal. It's a with text on the top and then a bottom text. Well, what's the mongoose doing? Uh, he's he's worrying. He's called worrying mongoose. Oh, okay. And the caption is worrying mongoose knows how you feel. That's a depressing ass meme. Yeah, I've seen I, more depressing. I thought it was an uplifting meme because it's like, hey. We all know what we're going through. It's okay. Why is the mongoose worried? It's a mongoose. Oh, because it was nail clipping day. And he's scared of everything. It's a stupid mongoose. Why does it know what these things are? Because it happens the same day every month. I don't know. I don't know. It happens every Friday night. Episode 8. 
the vaguely Latin parade. It... Is that anything like a black parade? Tom, I doubt you're winning. Well, he is. Well, the only way to win from here is to do the opposite of everything I say and hope I get them all wrong. See, we're playing by bizarro rules, so the person with the least amount of points wins in the end. Okay, you both said episode, and you both are correct, in a sense. I'm sort of on the fence on this, too, but... See, as long as I keep putting the same answer as you, neither... I mean, you can't win. So... Is that your strategy? He's, he's all the way across the room, though. Is he using his stand? So, basically, there's, there's a big feathered parade that is happening in downtown city, which is where this takes place. Hold on, back up. Yeah. Downtown city? Yes. I want to make a formal apology to every time I've made fun of any name in MLP. Downtown City is now the dumbest thing I've ever heard from a children's show. I like it. A city can't be called downtown. (coughs) Why not? That's really confusing. Yeah. So... What, did, like, a supervillain name this city? Are you, like, would you not move into condo apartments... No! Why not? It's confusing. Okay. So, basically, like, the like the Big Feathered Parade is, like, the center of the episode. And then I wondered why they're having a Big Feathered Parade in the first place or what it means. Why were you... Why'd you guess... What was it, Latin? Because it's very Latin. Okay, but wouldn't... They said it was vaguely Latin. Well, okay, there's... It's... It's non-specifically Latin. That's what I mean by Latin. Wouldn't big feathers be more associated with, like, Carnival in Brazil? That's Latin, Jim. Oh, that's Latin? Yeah, that's Latin American. That's that's South America. Latin America's those interconnecting countries. No, no. Latin America is, is basically any, like, any country, Mexico and South, that has a primary language base in a Latin language. No, English is a Germanic language, Gene. Fuck Germanic languages. Fuck them to hell. No, fuck the Romance languages. They're not even that romantic. By the way, we should have asked this beforehand, but we can swear on this thing, right? Yeah, we sweared last time. Alright. Hell damn fart. Bastard. Okay. Episode 9. Tripping the Light Diegetic. Gotcha. Okay, Jin said episode, Tom said tangent. Uh-huh. Go on. I... Mm. 
If he gets a point, why the fuck am I even competing anymore? I really think you should choose beforehand whether these are episodes or tangents. Because this is the third time well, you've been stuck. Okay, I'm going to say this is a tangent for all intents and purposes. Cause this contest is rigged, I say. Rigged. Okay. I won the last one. Basically, I was freaking out over how they were handling fantasies uh-huh. because they were acknowledging the fantasy, and that just weirds me out to uh-huh. some extent. Like, they say, like, while in the fantasy, they say, hey, this is a great fantasy, isn't it? And that just, I don't get it. It's, it's weird to me. It okay. is. Very weird to me, and I was just like... Your constant use of the word diagenic. Your... Whatever you said. Diagetic. Yeah. I believe Tom is cheating. That's how I knew it was a tangent. Because the show would have never said diabetic. Diagetic. Yeah, there's no way the god Dionysus would be in that show. Okay, whatever. Episode 10. We're only ten episodes in. You can still make a comeback, Jan. I don't know about that. Episode ten, bits of sarcasm. So Jan said episode. Tom said tangent. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first time in this episode that Gene was right instead of Tom. So, like, basically, there were just, like, little sarcastic comments sprinkled out through the episode, and I really could not think of a better thing to use from the episode, because, like, it's it's an alright episode, but... It's the worst one, I just know it. Right after that one where, like, that rabbit tried to kill them all. It's not. So, that sounds like a great episode. Oh, wait, I'm like, yeah. Well, no, <clears throat> see, it's a bad one, because the rabbit didn't actually kill everybody. Okay. Episode 11. Russell Ferguson versus the world. I know you have questions, Shane, just because from the way you paused. <sighs> So using versus the world in the sense that he's fighting the entire world, or are you trying to make the Scott Pilgrim reference? We'll get to that in a second. Because either one, I have further questions. So, Tom said episode, uh-huh. Gene said tangent, uh-huh. hello comeback machine, Gene is correct. The comeback no, that doesn't sound right. The comeback kid, bitch. Gene is now only one point behind Tom. Woo! All right. So to Wait. answer your previous question, it We're is not tied. Not yet. Not yet. You got a lot of points above me, dude. Yeah. So to answer your initial question, it is Scott Pilgrim related. Okay, what is he fighting? Blythe Baxter's seven evil ex boyfriends. No. Seven evil ex pets. No. Uh, no. Uh, so basically, I was like 
comparing him and Scott in the sense that they're both kind of not great. Yeah. Because, like, you know, Scott's kind of a... Douchebag. And so is Russell. Like, in this episode, he mansplains, um... Oh, God, I forgot what the phrase is. Oh, oh God. Diagetic? It's not... No. He mansplains, like... Like, like... Like a saying that means everything is good to go. Roger? No, uh, Russell. No, the phrase Roger. No, not Roger. It's uh, like... Oh, God, I can't remember it. Okie dokie? Um, hold on, let me... I'm, I'm gonna bring up my thing, just... Okay, because... Well, while like, he looks that up, we should probably plug the great show known as Super 4, which you can find on Netflix. Tom, would you like to mention anything about this great show? Oh, my gee. Uh, well, if you watched the Lego movie and you left disappointed, Super 4 is what you're looking for. Why? Why it, is that what you're looking for? It stars everything. A princess. Oh, wait, she was a fairy. A fairy a secret agent, a pirate, and a knight, and they go on adventures. And I think they learned lessons. Yeah. <laughs> I think I... I don't really know what the lesson was in the episodes we saw. Uh... Uh... Okay, no, it was, um... Dark Souls will get you out of any problem, because remember, he beat that guy by dodge rolling. It's more like Shadow of the Colossus than Dark Souls. And then... Don't trust cults. I think that was this this the second episode what we learned from that one. I thought it was trying to use a religion in your favor is only gonna hurt you in the end. Yeah, don't trust cults. Christ, how far back is this? Don't start a cult also. I think we should move on before this becomes a super four podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna see if it's So in the very um... first episode, um it was revealed Okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to you on that. So uh, so I can't just recap what happened in Super Four. No, we're done. Episode twelve. Pwazovich. Can you spell that? Yes, I can. It might not make things clearer. Okay. P W A S O F. H J. This is something I made up on my own. Something you made up on your own. The Marcus Corporation buys like the worst sour skittles. I swear to God, he's putting <coughs> all together. Okay, both of you said tangent. I'm sorry that threw you both off. It is the part where you said you made up that word. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like something you do for a tangent. Well, it no, I made it up to describe a character's actions because, unlike this episode, I like to keep most of my episodes PG-ish, oh. and I could not say the word douche, so I had to come up with my own word. Colossal jerk. Quasovich. Which is an acronym that stands for pompous with a side of faux hipster jerk. You could have just said colossal jerk. Yeah, but 
or there's, jerk. There's a there's a special essence of douchery. Are you sure he's not just a yuppie? What do you mean yuppie? You know, kind of young, obsessed with material goods. Fucking yuppies, man. Like uh. Patrick Bateman? American Psycho? Um, I don't know. Is he much of a yuppie? He's a yuppie. Like the first scene is him spending 40 minutes in the shower taking care of his skin. I mean... Is this still loading pit? He kills a guy for having a better business card than he does. Yeah, wait. You don't do that? No, because I buy mine cheap. Hmm. No, you kill people, Okay. that's how you get the better business cards. Okay. You steal their name, and then their business cards become yours. Oops. Okay. Well, he seemed like a douche to me. He was like an uptight director who wants everything just right. He had kind of douchey hair and a douchey outfit. Are you sure they weren't just doing a fucking reference to not Hitchcock Kubrick? I think, was Kubrick he... dressed weird, didn't he? Kinda. He's more casual. He's got like the messy hair. Yeah, no. Kubrick looks Kubrick looks kind of homeless. Yeah, that's that's not this. Okay. Okay, were they trying to be Tarantino? Tarantino looks a bit like a yuppie. I mean, a homeless yuppie, but he definitely... Okay, okay. Faux hawk. What kind of director is a faux hawk? What the fuck's the plot of this episode? So, the plot of this episode is that business is a bit slow at Littlest Pet Shop, so they decide to shoot a commercial. So they get one of Blythe's friends to direct it, but he becomes an arrogant, self-absorbed, douchey, Pwazovichy, if you will, director. And it goes poorly but then it gets saved at the end so Blythe's is friends with one of the marauding gang members from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome um yeah, I, I've not seen Beyond Thunderdome okay Road Warrior Fury Road the same like genre Mad Max the first one <laughs> that's right that's what it's called <laughs> Mad Max Origins <laughs> Max. Shut up. Someone from Hollywood might be listening and you, they might now make that. If I see Mad Max Origins in theaters 2020, I'm kicking you in the face. Next episode. Okay. I feel like you should do an Next episode where episode. it's like, try to figure out all the shoutouts that we're fucking doing. Okay. Oh yeah, no one's gonna guess what the shoutout is when we talked about Mad Max by name for 20 seconds. You're freaking genius. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Ask your audience next time. Episode... Tell them all to watch Super 4 and then to back... Episode 13. Just watch the episode. Okay, I heard someone beeping. That's Discord. Why don't you just mute your thing, dude? Mm. Or to, like, smart computers or whatever the fuck you have don't have a mute button. Interesting. Very interesting indeed. No! 
Gene said episode. No. Tom said tangent. No. We finally have ourselves a tie. The comeback kid returns, yeah, bitch. We had a tie already. No. Well, yeah, we have a we have a tie again. I have returned, bitch. Basically, like it's just me saying I like this episode so much. Just watch the episode. You're gonna get more out of it than listening to me talk about it. So this was the episode where the rabbit finally killed everybody. It is not. So, like, okay. I guess since we're all good on that. I mean, is it's it? finally all tied up. Okay. Yeah, I put my I put my foot down. It's it's about the episode because. I'm just telling you to watch that. It's, yeah, it's, 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 so, hmm? So, what, how does it relate to the episode? Because I'm tell, telling you to watch the episode? Or would that be Tom, more don't worry about it. I got the point. Let's move on. We don't need to question this any further. Was, would that be more of a tangent? You tell me, G. I think it's more of an episode thing. Because, you you know, you're talking, talking about the episode. You're not on a tangent. You're talking about the episode. James, I got the point. Move on to the next episode. Alright. Um, episode 14. Children with Paris Syndrome. You know, I'm going to look back on this entire Discord conversation of stuff I've sent you like four days from now, and I'm not going to have a fucking clue. Alright, you both said episode. I'm a little on the fence, but I'll give you both the point anyway, because you both said the same thing, and giving points is fun. So, the gist of this is that... uh. Like, the characters in the episode, like, really hype up France. Right. Like, Paris a lot. Right. And so, I said that, like, I wouldn't be surprised that if, like, a child was going to Paris, if they had viewed this episode, would come down with Paris Syndrome. Mm, probably not. They'd Could... go to Euro Disneyland, and then they'd get some wine, and they'd be like, this is awesome. <laughs> What if they'd go to Euro Disneyland and be like, well, why did we travel all the way to Europe to go to Disneyland? Well, I mean, if they're in England, they don't have a Disneyland of their own. They've got to have cool amusement parks. They're in England? Yeah. No. No, they're they're in downtown no. city. No. America. It, no, there is there is an amusement park in England. Fuck, what's it called? There's not a Disneyland in England. Yeah, yeah but they have a really cool one. I've been watching a lot of Defunct Land, and one of the... The, the one of the topics was about this the the park in I believe England. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to remember. I don't. Know. Oh, Alton Towers. That's that's the name of the park. I know this stuff. Okay, moving on. I was gonna see. Okay. Episode. Uh, By the way, don't visit Paris, kids. It's expensive. And Parisians are dirt bags. French is a stupid language. Because it's a romance language. Not not a Germanic language like English. Which Also stupid. 
The only good language is an Italian language. Which is also... a romance language, you dumb dumb. I only speak Italian. Anyways. Episode 15. I love my confusing, inconsistent show daughter. What the fuck is with that look, Jan? Oh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a nice tangent after this, my friend. Hey, don't say things that might influence my decision. All right, Maybe both, I'm gonna throw you off. Both both of you said tangent. Both of you are right. Jay, what the fuck do you mean by show daughter? Cause cause I'm doing a podcast about this show, so it's kind of like my daughter. Essentially, I was really tired, okay? See, this was like. See, I had a way worse thought in my mind. That's kind of nice. Well, you're referring to the pot. You're referring to your podcast as your daughter, correct? I'm referring to the show Littlest Pet Shop as my daughter. Okay, I had a worse thought in my mind, but. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not referring to. Blythe. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking there. That's yeah. Blythe has a dad. Yeah. Yeah, Doctor Doolittle. Oh no, no, no. Are we sure she's not related to the Doolittles she's... in any way, shape, or form? Not, not in. Well, yeah, no, yeah, no. We're we're kind. Of, it's really complicated. All right, whatever. Does Doctor Doolittle show up in the show? No. It's like, oh, I can talk to animals too, Blythe. This is not even a Dr. Doolittle impression. I'm calling, like, I'm calling this show, like, the show confusing and inconsistent, but I love it. I got off on a really tangenty tangent on that, because I was really tired when recording that episode. Alright, next episode. Okay, episode... Need to get back in the lead. 16... Give your skunk a try. No. <laughs> Hold on, dude. I'm going to say a joke that I can't say in front of the microphone. Okay. What, what can't you... Anyway. Both of you said episode. And both of you are correct again. It is... All tied up at 10 and 10. <laughs> and we're 16 episodes in. How's it tied up 10 to 10? Oh, right. You both got some wrong. I think you mean Tom got some wrong. I've got him all right. You have not. You're, anyway. Rigged. So the context is that, like, the skunk, Pepper, falls in love with someone... Gian just sent me another curse word, quite literally. And but she doesn't know how to express herself. So basically the moral of the story is be yourself in order to like maybe get to know someone you like. So like you gotta give yourself a try. Like that song I like. So but I replaced skunk with I replaced self with skunk. Alright. 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 Did this wait, did this skunk fall in love with another skunk? No. Alright, move on. I don't I don't wanna know. I don't wanna know what kind of weird Tom, do you wanna know? Uh, I'm still thinking about that joke I told Gia. 
Blythe Baxter is not trying to merge skunk DNA with other animals' DNA to create her own super army. She she is not. This is completely on Pepper's own volition. Wait a minute. That's why the hedgehog is in love with her. Because she's going to plan to make a human-hedgehog hybrid to make a human that can chew needles like hedgehogs. Porcupines do that. You're not hedgehogs. so close. Not you hedgehogs. You were talking about a human-hedgehog hybrid. And I was waiting for you to say Sonic. How did I not think of Sonic? Well, let's... Maybe it was all that skunk you were trying. <laughs> well, let's get a little more awkward in here. Oh, Ep- boy. Episode 17, Casual Racism Station. Uh, you're a little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit too. Cause we're all a little bit racist. I can't sing. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Okay, Tom said episode. Right. Gene's a tangent. Yeah. I might have to give Gene the point on this one. Woo! Because, so so there is casual racism in this episode. Right. But, like, I I had to wait to talk about it, so it devolved into this train metaphor where we, we will get to casual racism station soon. You just, you just gotta wait with me. So, because, the comeback because you didn't talk about it in... Comeback I, I talked about it. Comeback We kid. eventually got to Casual Racism Station, and then we had a very extensive tour. Okay, so you talked Tangent. about the Tangent. casual racism Tangent. that was in the episode. Yes. So it's not a... It was a tangent. He, The Game Master says it was a tangent. Well, I can be persuaded. No! Yeah. No! No! I didn't mark down anything yet. God damn it. Well, Comeback kid, bitch. How is it a tangent, then? Because, like, the the station itself was kind of tangential. See? It had nothing to do with the episode. Or a little bit. But well, tangents are always based on episode stuff. Yeah. No, it's a tangent because it's not related to the episode. You connected it through a different... If I may cite the definition of the word... Hold on, no, 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 objection! In a mathematical sense. Objection! Wait, who's the prosecution in defense in this case? I guess I'm the defense. Well, you'd... I thought you'd be the pros... I don't know. Objection! The ma- A tangent is something that touches but does not intersect. That's why he's talking about a station that's connected to the racism but doesn't intersect with the rest of the conversation. The station is a metaphor for him not talking about it at the moment in the episode that it shows up. Exactly. That's why it's a tangent. Well, no. It's like, I wasn't talking about it until it showed up, but I was, I knew, because I had watched the episode before doing the podcast. See, it's a tangent about him and saying like, we'll get to the racism later. This is an intersection and you know it. This is a tangent and that's okay. what I know. Okay. Alright, I think he's stopping us. James, remember. Come back, kid. I'm gonna tell Gene what he can remember. Um, 
Okay, um... I'm gonna give it to Tom, cause... What? No! Yes. Cause I, I do feel... He's the game master, GM, remember? I do... He said it was my point originally! <laughs> I can be persuaded. I'm sorry. I'm... Cause I do kind of feel a little bad about just watch the episode, but... Like, it... It is about the episode. Like, it is kind of a, It is about the... Whatever. Okay. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Episode 18. Hashtag Mutt Pride. Is this... Is this... Well, as we all know, mutts are the better dogs. Purebreds are very sick. You're going to have to do this. And I'm also going to have to do something else. Okay. Tom said tangent. Jan said episode. I'm going to have to give it to Tom. Damn it. Fuck you. You're about to be racist again, aren't you? The comeback what? kid is losing. Like in the last one where you called an episode Pet Lives Matter. N no? Okay, what's Mutt Pride? Okay, basically, uh, in this episode, Zoe the dog finds out that she's a mutt and she gets depressed about that because <laughs> she thought she was a purebred. And I was on a tangent about how that's... I kept bringing up how that's stupid because mutts are the better dogs. Yeah, they're healthier. Yeah. They don't have sex with their parents. Right, but in the end of the episode, she finds out she's a purebred, actually, because something got mixed up. She's happy again, but it's still... It's really Hold dumb. Hold on. Doesn't that devalue whatever moral the, the show is going for there? No, the moral is if you're a good person, your genetics will show it in the end. Oh, good. The list pet shop supports eugenics. No, it's it's more about it's being tough. yourself, because they, they take a DNA test. Being your pure-blooded <laughs> self. Remember, you can only be a good person if you and, have good blood. And, and the monkey... Things she well, what do you think the blood is for? She is, she's like this rare monkey, and she gets treated differently. But she doesn't like that, much like how Zoe doesn't like being treated. I think it's more fascinating that downtown USA... Downtown city? Is it right next to the city of Townsville? No, but it is in the state of Republic. I... Where do, where's do you the, actually want hold on, hold on. Where's the where's Homestar Runner? Where's that? Uh, That's Free Country USA. Free Country USA. All these cities are in there. Well, actually, no. The city of Townsville is in CN City. Anyway. Okay. Um. Uh, episode nineteen. The evolution of kids shows for girls. Oops, type too fast. There we go. I've got some questions about this one. Mute your damn Discord. I didn't hear it this time. Both of you said tangent. Am and I that loudly? Likely, both of you are correct. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you an expert in the evolution of girls' television. I, okay, so... 
basically what happened was that someone in the show said something kind of depressing. And I thought to myself, that doesn't seem to fit in with a kids TV show for girls. Then I thought to myself, why? And then I had this like 10 or so minute discussion with myself about what a girl's show was and how it has changed since I was a child. And it's really just, it's this really bizarre tangent I got myself into. Okay. Well, first off, any show that's aiming for one demographic is stupid. You're eliminating half your market. Okay. Don't, yeah, that's why you make two shows, idiot. No, that's even more. No, that's more work. Yeah, but then you can have a stronger audience base. No, that's why you try to make a good show that will pander to both. And, I mean, to be fair to this show, it kind of does? Do you want to I don't know. It's... James! I hate to be stereotypical, and this might sound horrible, but a show about a female lead whose primary goal is to be a fashion designer, talking to animals, is very, very, very clearly aimed at a female audience. I guess. Um, I'm not saying there are no young boys who will like that. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's probably aimed at, at right, yeah. females. But, I mean, I guess... Yeah, yeah, it's okay. All right, all right, episode 20 A Butterfly's Revenge. Was there, not, was, was there a season one episode called The Butterfly? No, no, you can't answer that. Wait, is this the episode where Hawkmoth finally kills somebody? Wait, wrong show. I can't spell. Did I even spell it right? Okay, both of you said episode. But did he spell it right? Yes. Darn. I think I was on a tangent on this one. Alright. Alright. Wait, I'm still winning, right? No, Tom, Tom's ahead of you by two. But, that part where you were winning. But we have five episodes to go, so there's still a chance. So basically, um, so basically in this episode, a butterfly helps Blythe uh, win a competition she's in uh, for no given reason. But I headcanon the reason that like the person who stole Blythe's designs in this competition. Like, stole designs from someone last year. That person on the butterfly. That person, like, got lost in the Rio rainforest because they're in Rio. And, like, died. And so the butterfly's like, I'm going to get revenge on this asshole. James, I, I, have, a, I have a question. Yes? Do you know Do you know how long a oh, butterfly lives? Because I oh. guarantee it's not a year. In this show... It's going to be a year, man. In this show... Do you know how long it would take to butterfly from here to Mexico? They're in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Hold on, hold on. Back up a little. Yeah? How rich is Blythe Baxter's family? Um, 
They own no, an she exotic got... pet store. They don't. Roger's an airplane pilot. So okay. does Blythe just work at the Littlest Pet Shop? Yes. Who owns it? Mrs. Twombly. And she's related to Dr. Doolittle How. She is not. So, so she gets... Wait, in... I thought Twombly was that word you made up for douchebag. No, that's Pwazovich. Oh. I thought okay. that was the missing 13th president of the United States. Oh, I forgot his name. It was, and I twem- think- it was, it was like Twembly or something. Twembly, and that's also eight, eight and a half president. You know what? Not all of us can remember Gravity Falls. Okay. So she gets invited to Rio de Janeiro. All expenses paid? I guess. No, do they mention that? Because this feels like a plot oversight. Because we either have to assume that Blythe Baxter has enough money to make a trip to Rio unannounced, like, out of nowhere. I mean, her dad's an airline. Yeah. They were, heading, they were heading to Rio anyway. <laughs> that raises further questions. He's a pilot. Free tickets, dude. Like how you get free bags of Skittles. <laughs> sure. Sure I do. You're gonna pop this conspiracy <clears throat> wide open about my Skittles? Why you pop some over here? I think they're all gone. No, there's like ten. Dude, if you want candy, there's like a Baby Ruth around here somewhere. I, I ate that. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right, I didn't know. You, you gave did. it to me. I, th- I, I thought at the. Do off- you want chocolate popcorn? No one's touching that, James. I'm guaranteeing that. Okay. Where did your boss get it from? Why they, isn't the chocolate... They cho- made it! Hold on. Why isn't the chocolate hard is my, like, first question. Because it's dipped in chocolate. Chocolate solidifies. Yeah. Is this apartment that hot? Probably. I chuck it in the fridge and I might eat it. Okay. Uh, episode 21. What is the plural form of Bigfoot? Uh... Oh, wait a minute. Silly me. Like big feet. No, it's not. Big Wait, <laughs> wait, go. Fuck. <laughs> okay. What are you writing? Okay. Ugh. Okay. So, okay, you both said tangent, although Tom originally said tangerine. I'm hungry, man. <laughs> And Where are you going to find tangerines at this time of night? It's only 9.30. I'm going to say you're both wrong. Because there is an appearance by a Bigfoot in this episode. And they do talk about what the plural form of Bigfoot is. Also, tangerines me. are shit. Clementines are where it's at. And I'm... You know what? I'm not surprised that you're not surprised by the fact that uh, that Bigfoot, Bigfoots exist. I'm on the Bigfoots side to distinguish a Bigfoot from a literal Bigfoot. Big feet is the plural, plural of having two or more large feet. Bigfoots is the... <clears throat> Plural for Bigfoot, the creature. All right. Uh, episode 
22. A Scandal in Littlest Pet Shop. This is fun. We gotta do this more often. Alright. Both of you say episode. Both of you are correct. So what's the scandal? Well, the scandal is that... Like, Vinny and Sunil... uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's Vinny? Vinny is the gecko. Who named the gecko Vinny? Vinny the gecko. You know him. Yeah, it's Vinny. Call him the gecko because he can hide like a chameleon. Do you want to know his? Do you want to know his full name? Because they say it. Vinifred. It's Vincent Vinny Alfonso Tierna. Hold on, hold on. Vinny is part of his name. No, that's his nickname. I was about to that's, say Vinny's short for Vincent. Yeah. I Vinny have a Vincent. You know. I have a cousin Vincent. That's what his parents. He'd called. only eat kosher, though he wasn't Jewish. Okay, so Vinny and Sunil. I don't think any Italians are eating kosher anytime soon. Are have are having a like fight as best friends, and why is the gecko friends with the mongoose? Because they are. I don't know. Show sucks. And uh, to help, Russell dons a Sherlock Holmes-type persona, Cyril McFlip. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, a scandal in Bohemia is where, like, the scandal in the Spot Shop comes from. I feel like they missed an opportunity to get a mouse. Just do an entire shout-out to The Great Mouse Detective, mm-hmm. the best Disney movie ever made. It's been a while since I've seen that. Well, it's great. Radigan just gets murdered at the end. Okay. Here we go. Episode 23. Still making fun of Twilight after all these years. How many years has it been? Mute. Hit the mute button on your computer. Oh, oh my god. Oh, we have a device. Is there not a mute key? Oh, there it is. Just turn the volume to zero. We have a divide. Tom says episode. Gian says tangent. <laughs> I'm sorry, come back, kid. Tom has it. So, basically... Stop getting off over there. Basically, there is... I knew their writing had to be that lazy. Basically, there's a Twilight ripoff, and Blythe gets influenced by it. Is it called Sundown? Daylight. I, I don't know what it's Dusk. called. Dark Souls, damn it. I don't know what it's called, but uh, the book they reference in this episode specifically revolves around... Uh, the two protagonists, uh, Fergus and Annabelle. Right. Hold on. Hold on. When did this episode come out? What year? Just uh, take a best guess. 2014. Okay. When did the second s- or when did the first season of Little Witch Academia come out? Anyone know? No. 2016. 
Yeah, they also do a Twilight parody. How long is it? I mean, it's kind of a joke. Yeah, it's... And it leads to, like, a more of, like, an actual plot point with the author. But it's a series called Nightfall. Okay, so, in the book they mentioned in the episode, I swear I'm not going to make any of this information up, Prince Skeezius turns Annabelle into a vampire. Right. Meanwhile, one of Prince Skeezius's gloom bots uh-huh. turns Fergus into a special kind of zombie okay. that can only exist in the daylight. And because they're separated, Prince Skeezius thinks that he can get to Annabelle now. So the only thing Annabelle has to ward off Prince Skeezius is a song that they recorded that with Fergus before he turned into a zombie. And Here, Tom. And I'm the as the comeback kid. I decided no hard feelings, so I will give you the remaining of my sour skittles. No, I'm in it to win it. You can't bribe me with those anymore. No, 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 no. no. Uh, those sour skittles are yours now. I'll take. The bag was empty, bitch. All right, two episodes to go. I can't win this, can I? You can try. Mm. You're three points ahead. Oh, all right. Okay, episode uh twenty. You don't have to try anymore. Episode twenty-four. Wait, is there like a bonus round where I can earn extra points? Sadly, no. Episode Fuck. episode twenty-four. Four-year-old late-night time capsule. One more time. Four-year-old late-night time capsule. Ooh, we have another split. Gian said episode. Tom said tangent. I believe Tom has increased his lead. Uh, uh, yeah. Kind of. Woo. It's it's sort I'm sort of on the fence about this one too, but I think I'm leaning towards tangent because the time capsule part is the specific tangent. So basically, there's a character. Uh, Bob Flemingheimer in this episode who is a amalgamation of like popular late night hosts of the era he has Conan O'Brien's hair Jay Leno's chin and David Letterman's tooth gap which is which is the least offensive thing you could take from David Letterman And I'm just commenting on, like, like even though that was four years, like, this episode is, like, four years old at this point, it still feels, uh, like, it feels like a time capsule in the sense that, like, when you think about modern late night hosts, it's, the field is very different. Yeah. 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 Bring back David Letterman. No. No. Why? You didn't like Letterman? No. 
What do you got against Letterman? What? What? Do you not? Do or I'll tell you. You know, just say it out loud at this point. I mean, besides like his ca- the Karnak. Karnak. Was that another late night guy? I don't know. He's got the things in the envelope. He puts it to his head, and he says the the. Oh, that's Johnny Carson. That's Carson. Fuck. Man, you you have more than a four year old late night time capsule if you're referencing Carson right off the bat. No, I did not know that, Tom. Oh. What did he? What did this character <laughs> have from Jack Parr? No, really. It's a. When was Jack Parr on there? I don't know. Let me check. All right. Take a drink every time we go off on our own little tangents. You'll get nice and sloshed by the end of this episode. Speaking of the end of the episode, we're almost there. By the way, I have to have to ask: Did did the uh, did part one of this? What what kind of Ah. numbers? What kind of numbers did we bring in? He was the host from 1957 to 1962. What kind of numbers did our first episode bring? Uh, they were pretty big numbers. Alright, and um, I'm getting my royalty royalty checks when from that? Same with this episode. When are we getting paid? Hey Tom, are you um, enjoying those Skittles? About as much as I'm enjoying winning. It's okay. about those royalty checks. So, oh, yeah. episode 25... Season 2 in a nutshell. See, it doesn't matter what I answer because I'm going to lose. The comeback kid's dead. No. What? No. Vote, asshole. You cannot abstain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, Tom, if you abstain from voting, I get two votes. You know what? I will enforce that rule. Damn it, he voted. He voted, and both of you said tangent, huh. and both of you got a point right at the end. <sighs> the comeback kid lost. How? The comeback kid did indeed. That means I'm really the comeback kid. You were winning most of this game. So, basically, I go on a tangent at the end about how this episode, like, has little details from all of the other episodes from season two. Wait, it wasn't a recap title? It wasn't. Oh. Okay, uh, and so, basically... Uh, like, yeah, so they, they just include, oh, right, I found the term Russell Mansplains in the episode, without a hitch. I don't think that ever needs to be explained. Yeah, but he explains it. To who? To Penny Ling. What is a hitch? Who the fuck is Penny Ling? The panda. Okay. I guess because her last name was Ling. Okay. First off, it is 100% illegal to own a panda as a pet. 
Ooh. in the United States of America. I don't know about that, man. Private citizen. You, for starters, it's by state. I guarantee no one in the 50 states would let someone own a panda as a pet. Her Actually, owner is apparently a zookeeper who has a special license to own Penny Lane. Two! No! That's not a thing! Are you gonna get off on this every every time we do this? Blythe Baxter is unknowingly helping a criminal smuggle a panda across state lines. The panda's been there for years. It's part of. How does he make money as a pet shop when they never sell any of the pets? No, 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 no. they cater to pets. No, 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 no. Here's the scam. So the old woman, Mrs. Twomby, Twombly, is too old to recognize pets anymore. So someone drops off their dog. I'm doing air quotes for the people at home, but it's really the panda. You see, he's the person is running this big scam where he gets pandas imported from China and then he sells them. He. Like, he sells some for their fur. Penny Ling's Penny own. Ling is not big enough yet, so he decides he... Had, but he doesn't know how to take care of pandas, so he pawns the job off Penny on Ling. Blythe Baxter. Penny Ling! he knows will take good care of that sweet, sweet fur that will eventually be worth a whole lot. Okay, first of all, Penny Ling was there before Blythe got there. Second, Penny Ling's owner is not Mo Sislak. <laughs> Are we sure? Yes. They are a zookeeper. No, I like my theory way better on where Penny Ling came from. That explains too much in my opinion. James, you just can't know that you just can't face the truth. Do we ever get to see this person? Yes! Does he look like Moses? He does not. For one thing, he's black. Black is black. Hey, that rhymes. Where were we? We are... Oh, yes. <laughs> Awarding me the crown. So, yeah. I've got a crown for you in my room if you want it. Sweet. So... It's the salty so, hat, you bastard. So... Get out of my room! Wait, wait, wait. To end this episode off, we have... This is my room. I am so... <laughs> it's in my closet. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry about that, folks. Fucker was in my room. Okay, so the final tally is Gian has 13 points and Tom has 17. Oh, let me adjust the size of this. You know, this hat is... Oh, four points. I feel like you're using the... I need... No, I need it way bigger than that. Okay, well... There we and, go. Yeah, Jean is now putting on a hat that says salty on it. Yeah, it's too small. Big for my head. Small. This hat was not meant for this purposes. It was bought for a completely different tournament with different rules. I believe that since we spent $30 on the hat, we should use it in any petty competition between us. As the official licensor of the tournaments that this hat belongs to. You're wearing it. Not until it. you pay me back for it. You're, you're A, wearing it, so, like, you did not put it on. No, he put it on my head. Don't worry. 
Everyone knows that the comeback kid always so, wins the tiebreaker. So, we're two. We're two of these bonuses in, and you have won one of each. So, we shall see you for season three. The Phantom Menace. Next year. Well, six or seven months from now. But, I mean, it will be done next year, so. Yeah. 2019. If the United States of America still exists at that point. Yeah. Or if we all hightail it to Canada. Or one of us. Fuck mis- Canada. Or one of us mysteriously dies because they keep putting a hat on I'd my I'd rather head. stay here and melt. I don't think melting will be our problem. I feel like full on civil war is what's going to keep us here, is going to kill us first. Anyway, Remember to join your local militia today. I mean, as long as we're here, hopefully I can get this out before the midterm, so please vote. Please vote. It, it matters. And remember, if you don't know who to vote for, just write I, Kang. Should we be making political statements? We're just voting. I. That's kind of neutral. Yeah. Well, it would be neutral, except one party doesn't want people to vote. Alright, here. This No one could possibly be offended by this statement. Vote or don't. I'm offended. How so? Because he's telling people not to vote. But I'm also telling people to vote. On election day, do whatever the fuck you want. I will probably forget to vote. No, you oh, won't. No, you we're, won't. We're dragging you to our polling station. Or at least impersonating you. And then we'll fill out the ballot. Oh, good. I'm registered as an independent, so just put Mickey Mouse down whenever you vote. Just, we're, we're, we're ending this here. I'm not registered. What are you talking about? Tom, didn't you say you were going to... Okay, last time you said huh? something about, like, pay.com or something? Fun? Fun? Something? I don't know. Wait, am I supposed to record this? Oh, uh... One second. Cash yes. dot me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh, my my cash tag is B E A R one Y, all lowercase. If you wanted to send money my way, uh, if you request money from me, you're gonna need a very good reason. Wait, we're getting paid for this now? Well, Tom, I'm trying to. to. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Send money to me, P.O. Box 123 Fake Street. Just put the money in a... You can't afford a P.O. Box. Just just put the money in an envelope and write down Gene USA. It'll get to him because he's probably the only Gene. Here, just send your money to Tom and just write a note that says give this money to Gene and I will hope and pray. Just go to tumblr.com slash tags slash Gene. <laughs> Okay. If you wish to give me money, uh, I don't have anything set up. I deleted my PayPal account. Okay. That should do it. Ooh, ship me an anime figurine. That's how I want to get paid. Preferably. Actually, don't. You don't know what I own. Yeah, you don't. His, his tastes and figures. Is no, it's not that. It's just like I don't want someone sending me duplicates. I don't want two of some. Mm. 
Just send the money to Tom, write a note, say it's for me, and I will get the money. Hopefully. Okay. Looking at you. Yeah, well, I'm not. And I guess to honor the person that's not here. So last time he said, like, he came up with two ideas. One of them was the highest pet shop. And I will raise him one and call it the Little Lit Pet Shop. Nice. Anyway, uh, thank you. There'll probably be stuff for me at the beginning and end in this, so I will see you there. These two will see you later, and from all of us here, goodbye. Watch yeah. Super 4. I can't see them at all. Hold on, let me find the stop button. Oh, there it is. You guys should press it. If you don't, Tom won't do the laundry. <laughs> What? You guys don't know about fingers in his ass Sunday? I prefer fucking dudes be fucking sleep. <laughs> Alright, we're ending this. Yeah, I, I'm i gonna have a much bigger editing job here than that. Motherfucker, year. I'm awesome. No need to try, cause there's no one here to save you. And you cannot deny. So, we're back from that. How did you enjoy it? I know I enjoyed it quite a lot. Even though there was one less person. I think it was pretty fun overall. I know the other two people who joined me liked it. And, you know, it's it's really fun. I, I, like, I like doing this. I get giddy when making the episode names because I like to guess what they would think and by some of my responses you can tell I was shocked by some of the guesses they made but that's what makes this fun that's the x factor in all of this and I always enjoy doing these so I hope you enjoy it as well and I hope you will join me for uh, more bonus episodes before we get into season three and next bonus episode, we're going to be doing something a little different. What is that? Well, you'll find out shortly. <laughs> anyway, that is it for this episode of the Littlest Pet Cast. Be sure to leave your comments and reviews on Shout Engine, on Apple Podcast, on the Google Play Store, and where ever else RSS feeds go when they're smuggling pandas with Moses lack. I will see you next time.